Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerl, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And Susan Shumsky is here today, and welcome to High Road to Humanity, Susan. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here with you today, Nancy. I'm happy you're here. Her book is Prosperity Meditation. So if you're watching me on TV, this is what we're going to talk about today. And I have to say that affirmations, I do affirmations every day. And when I don't do affirmations, my day just doesn't go as well as it should. Now, let me tell you you guys a little bit about her before I bring her on. She is a uh, sought-after media guest. She's a highly uh, acclaimed professional speaker. She has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She is the award-winning, best-selling author of 20 books in English with almost 40 in foreign editions. Her books have earned more than 40 literary awards with the phenomenal popular memoir, if I can read this, Marishi and me uh, taking 13 itself. That's so awesome. She's just developed all these principles that she's been working on since 1967. Um, this book, I have to say, really is going to help humanity. Yeah. <laughs> do you mind if I read? Do you read mind? it and use it? Yes. Do you mind if I read something? I, I have to read this. Yeah. And this isn't an affirmation. Oh, sorry, guys. This isn't an affirmation. This is something that I just really thought was great. She says, um, and this is on page four of her book. I only made it to four and I was like, wow. She says, love is the key that unlocks prosperity consciousness. Love is the primal motivating energy and creates, sustains, that creates and sustains the universe. The glue that binds the cosmos together and that causes evolution and change. It opens the hearts and attracts abundance. She goes on to say, the most powerful potent form of love is divine love, which prospers and blesses you moment by moment. Divine love and abundance walk hand in hand. Talk about this. Finally, you know, somebody has said, connect with God. Okay. Tell me your story. I mean, how did you get to this point, Susan? Well, I was a hippie in the 60s. Okay. And I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area. Right. And those of us who were flower children, uh, we were seeking higher consciousness. We were seeking spiritual awakening. It wasn't just all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> I like so, we thought it was, right? <laughs> yeah. So at that time, well, there were several mentors, uh, Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, who uh, told us to turn on, tune in, and drop out. And they wrote a book called The Psychedelic Experience. They told us that we could get to nirvana through LSD. Um, that didn't work out too well. For no, me. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still did want to attain higher consciousness. So I was reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And I was reading The Buddhist Scriptures and The Way of Zen by Alan Watts and other books by Alan Watts. 
And he said that you have to find a meditation guide. Well, in the mid 20th century, you didn't exactly go to the yellow pages and look up meditation guide or anything remotely similar to that. So I asked a friend, well, how do I find this meditation guide? He said, have you ever tried to meditate on your own? I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I lay down on my bed and sort of prayed for or asked for a meditation. And immediately I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel this cord or rush of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way up to the top of my head. And I felt like I was plugged into this cosmic electric socket, but in a most ecstatic way. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know any better. Um, First of all, I lay, I lay down to meditate. I didn't even know you're supposed to sit up when you meditate. I think like you got a download. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it sounds like you got a download. Like you really did plug in, right? To the universe. Absolutely. Yeah. In. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't know any better. Not only did I have my first meditation experience, but also Kundalini awakening all at the same time without any drugs or any stimulants or anything. So that was the start of, I suppose you could say, my spiritual awakening. And then went from there, I went, a friend took me to the Transcendental Meditation Center. And then I ended up spending two decades with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who uh, was the guru of the Beatles. And, and then after that, I started writing books about, <laughs> about all these subjects. Well, I have to say, you know, meditation is, has saved me, truly. I get up every morning and I take a few minutes and I connect with the divine. You can call it higher power. I call it God, whatever you want to say, but just bring it in that energy and, you know, it heals you. Absolutely. It's a way to start your day for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And it centers you. And I tell, I my goal is to get everybody to brush their teeth and meditate, you know, same thing. Exactly. (laughs) You got to meditate every day or you're not centered, you know, um, you talk about meditation. You say, I consider meditation, um, let's see. Uh, the panacea of all ills. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even get it out of my mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's, meditation is. Oh, my gosh. And it centers and soothes and, and it's contentment and inspiration and wisdom and all kinds of problems, you know, and it brings you good fortune. You're right about that, about the good fortune part, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I... In my book, Prosperity Meditations, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about abundance on all levels. So Mm. the subtitle of the book is Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. Right. Right. Well, and you say there is nothing inherently evil about money. It's simply a way to exchange goods, services, and energy. That's very true. Unfortunately, we've been brainwashed to believe that money is bad. Money is evil. Spiritual people must be poor. Uh, Poor people must be spiritual. Rich people can never be spiritual. (laughs) All of these ideas that are just completely erroneous about money. The reality is that money goes where it's welcomed and it stays where it's well treated. Well, and I think society, I'm just going to throw this out there. And I know you probably feel this way too, or you can correct me, but you know, it's where society has put this together. Um, now we're waking up and we realize it doesn't have to be that way. It, you can be spiritual and be prosperous. In fact, it should be that way because we have God within us. 
Well, absolutely, absolutely. And the important thing to understand is that those of us who are spiritual, those of us who have the best thoughts of humanity, who are humanitarians, who want the best for the world, Mm -hmm. wouldn't we be more effective in the world if we have more resources at our command? So I think it's very important for spiritual people to be prosperous. I think it's a necessity if we want to evolve, if we want this world to be at peace, if we want to have a good for all of humanity, then it's absolutely necessary for those of us who are spiritual to step up to the plate and have power in this world. And one way to have power is through having the resources. And connecting. Yeah, I always say I work for God, but I've only said that for the last about year. And now I work for God and now God put me on television. And so now we have a new TV station and who knew that was going to happen. But I ask on my affirmation, I said, take high road to humanity to another level, because I want you to talk about this. You have to ask. Uh Everything that I teach is based upon one principle, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. Ask and receive. So asking is really, that's what affirmation is. That's what prayer is. That's what meditation is. In fact, that's what every thought is. Uh, Buddha said in the very first verse of the first chapter of the Dhammapada, he said, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. And I think that's really a stunning statement, Nancy. All that we are is the result of what we have thought. And then he goes on to say in that same verse, he says, if a person speaks or acts with a pure thought, then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows her, him or her. So really what he's saying is that we are creating our own reality, our own destiny, moment by moment, day by day, through every thought, every word, and every deed. So not only our thoughts are creating our destiny, but also what's coming out of our mouth and what we do, thoughts, words, and deeds. Right. And Jesus once said, he said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouth. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouth. That's why affirmation is so important. That's why speaking truth is so important. Jesus talked about the spoken word, and I say that too, that, you know, he told us, you know, whatever you say, you know, can condemn you. I, I can't remember the verse, but, you know, that's, he, and it's in my book, actually, because I, I feel so powerful. Um, affirmations are so powerful, and it's the energy, and I want to say this, you know, I wrote a book on energy, and I, I, that's why I know affirmations work, and I got into real estate and I had to create money. And so I started to do affirmations and draw that information to myself. But what I learned, and I want you to talk about this, the secret didn't give us the information that we really needed. And I want to say this, and I want you to talk about it, because this is what I really think. You know, you can think it, you can say it, but you got to believe it. Well, yes. I mean, What manifests in our life is what we believe unconsciously, subconsciously. Mm -hmm. It is not what we think uh, with our conscious mind. So whatever you have created in your life has outpictured. You are in certain situations and circumstances due to your subconscious beliefs about yourself. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So we are creating our destiny moment by moment through right. those subconscious beliefs. So as Jesus said, it is done unto you as you believe. Right. Well, you have um, an affirmation. I love that you've got this. She has wonderful affirmations, you guys, in this book. I marked this one because I wanted to talk about it. She has one that I was going to read that says, I create my reality, which is just what you were saying. But there's one that says, um, Prosper, uh, prosperous self-determination. And I read this to myself. I'm going to read it to the audience. Is that okay? Please do, please. Okay, here we go. It says, I am in charge of my destiny. I am the captain of my ship. I steer it to my highest good. I have the power to change course at any moment. No one creates my fate other than myself. No bad or good omen determines my fortune. I am a hundred percent responsible for my destiny. I have this, you know, and that hits home. People think, oh, it's poor me. I mean, no, 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 no. I am hundred percent responsible for my destiny. I give no power to anything or anyone outside of me to create any negative experience for me. I am not a victim. I am not a volunteer. Nothing ever happens to me. I only happen to myself. No person, place, or circumstance can possess me, hold me in chains or bondage, or prevent my good from coming to me. I belong to God and to myself alone. Through the power of free will, I now consciously make my own choices. I now consciously seize my own opportunities. I now consciously write my own script. I now consciously manifest my own good. And I now make my own destiny, my own fate, my own future, my own life. There's nothing beyond my grasp. If anyone can have it, I can. If anyone can do it, I can. If anyone can be it, I can. Through my faith in God, all is possible. And thank you, God. And so it is. God bless. Right? Yeah, that's a good affirmation. (laughs) I love it. I just, you know... This is like a a Bible for people because we haven't been taught these things, you know? That's right. We certainly haven't. Now, you mentioned something about the secret. Uh, I just want to, so I just want to address the secret for a moment. Please, please. So there was this book and this movie called The Secret, and, and people are advised that they do create their reality, they create their destiny, and that they can have anything, which is absolutely true. And in fact, uh, as a result of people watching that film, you know, they start making lists. Okay, this is what I want. These are my goals. One, two, three. So they make a list. And then maybe they manifest everything on their list. And then, but I didn't want that. (laughs) Now that I have it, that's not what I wanted at all. So the reality is that it's really important for us to first discover what is wisdom for us to manifest before we go out and try to manifest things that we don't necessarily want. Right. So that's well, important for us to get in touch with our purpose, our mission, right. what we're really doing here, why, why we've incarnated, and then ask spirit. Once I, I said before, uh, everything I teach is based upon one principle, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. So it's very important to ask spirit what is highest wisdom and what is my mission? What is my purpose? What is best for me to work on? What's best for me to manifest? You know, is it best for me to have the Ford or is it best for me to have the Mercedes? I know that sounds extremely mundane, 
but our relationship with spirit can be incredibly miraculous and also very mundane. Right. What's for my best to my highest good is what I have always heard. Well, when I first started doing this, and I'll just be honest, you know, years I've been doing affirmations for many years. I could not wait for you to come on the show. I was so thrilled with this book. And I have to say, you know, because I, I got into real estate and that's how I did business. That's how I drew the business to myself. I had a wonderful teacher who taught me. She'd say, draw it in. That's what she said to me. She said, draw it in. And this is how you will do it. And, and you know, and I don't even know where I was going with this. But, <laughs> but well, it's really important. Whenever we use the words, I am, it's very important that whatever we say after we use that, that phrase is something that we want to own. Because when we say the words, I am, we are invoking the mighty I am presence. So if you go around saying, oh, I'm so unhappy, I'm so poor, I'm so tired, I'm so sick. Uh, And you will be because you've given the universe. Yes, yes. And that's what I was going to say in the very beginning when I, yes, I don't mean to interrupt you. If you go around saying, I am light, I am love, I am joyful, I am happy, I am prosperous, I am my perfect size and weight, I am drawing great abundance into my life. Right. I'm successful. Just you know, notice the difference in the vibration of those powerful positive statements compared to those really sad statements. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. And, and I want to say that be careful with your affirmations because you have to be specific. And that's what you were saying before. And I wanted to reiterate on that, that, you know, I learned the hard way years ago, not to be specific because the universe gives you what you ask for. Exactly. You have to be really careful. I'm serious about this. And it's funny that you just say this. I have this little piece of paper and I, this is what I say. I am wealthy. I am safe. I am strong. I am healthy. Just like you're talking about. I am prosperous. Um, I am wise. I have everything I need. I am loved. I am a celebrity. You know, you can say whatever you want, you guys. But exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad you said this because people walk around saying, oh, my God, I'll never be thin. And the universe responds accordingly. Yes, <laughs> that's right. God always says yes to every request. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's, so that's it's... a request. If you if you are saying that. I know. That is taken as a request by your subconscious mind. And that is what manifests. <laughs> Now, you go with the book, you say, um, you do have a chapter, and you say, I create my reality. What activity, you you met with a Vedic astrologer, and you were saying, hey, you know, what activity can make me wealthy? And tell that story, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> one time, uh, there was a great astrologer, and uh, his name is Hart Defoe. And he said to me, you know, this is how you should look at the channel through which you can attain prosperity, through which you can attain money and wealth. He said, uh, and then he asked me a question. He said, what have you done in your life that made the most money? And and I immediately, what popped into my mind was uh, there was a time when there was a conference that was going to take place in Washington, D.C. And I knew that the place that they were going to hold the conference would only hold a very small number of people and that people were going to have to get hotel rooms in order to go to this conference. So what I did was I contacted the hotels and blocked uh, hotel rooms 
and then started selling these hotel rooms. And as a result of that, uh, I made more money than I'd ever made on anything in my life. So that told me uh, what, he, what he interpreted that to be, actually. He helped me with it was that a channel such as travel and hotel and tourism, that that would be something that would bring money to my life. So as a result of that, I started Divine Travels and I started taking people on trips to sacred destinations and then also started doing conferences at sea, seminars at sea. And that has been a huge, uh, huge source of, of wealth for me. Wow, that's really cool. I really like that. Yeah. You talk about in chapter 10 of the book, you, I don't want to give everything away, you guys, but prosperity bank account, you talk about un, uh, unlimited wealth, and you give an unlimited wealth meditation, but talk about this. People, it's a frame of mind, isn't it? You know, people think, well, and, and, and I, I want to say this really quick. My sister used to say to me, oh, I have enough. I don't need any more. Exactly. Talk about this. There's this, this idea of <laughs> I have enough, or the idea of oh, I only want to have my fair share. Right. <laughs> and it, and it and if I have wealth, that'll take away from someone else. I mean, really, this <laughs> idea <laughs> that that wealth is so limited that you know you can only have this small amount, and and this idea the meek shall inherit the earth. All of these things we've been brainwashed to believe are so wrong. The fact is that divine substance is what creates this universe. And divine substance is unlimited. God is unlimited. God is omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. Uh, God is everywhere present and God is unbounded. (laughs) There's no boundary or limits. There's no edge. So the fact is that we can tap into this unlimited substance and create it through thought substance. I mean, really, our thoughts are what creates our reality. Not only Buddha is not the only one that said it. Every spiritual person throughout the ages has told us that our intention, our thoughts, our beliefs are what manifest. So if we have an unlimited way of thinking, if we are thinking in an unlimited fashion that that we can have it all, that is possible to create anything, that all things are possible, that's exactly what will happen. Do you see a change that people are starting to get it? Because I think we should teach our children this in school. Well, eventually we will. But yeah. But I mean, do you see a change? Because I see a change where people are starting to wake up and pay attention to this stuff. Well, I think people are paying more attention to spiritual spirituality, which is really the basis of all that we're talking about today. Uh, You see that manifest in the fact that there are yoga studios on every corner or (laughs) martial arts studios and all these things that didn't exist in the way back in the mid 20th century are now commonplace. Words such as yoga, mantra, ashram, karma, those words did not exist back then in the dictionary. And now these are just commonplace and people know about meditation and people are practicing yoga asanas. They're, they're learning more about spirituality. So it's a different world now. It is in your book. And I want to back up a little bit. You talk right in the beginning um, and it's on page nine where you give the first affirmation where you have the reader uh, take the words and record them. 
and then play it back as their meditation. Talk about this and why it's important and, and why you did it that way. You're the first person I've ever seen to do that, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Guided meditation is the easiest way for anyone to meditate. Anyone who feels that, oh, I can't meditate or it's too hard or, you know, I've tried it, it doesn't work for me. Try, uh, just do guided meditation, which is what is in this book, Prosperity Meditations. What's in the book? Oh, will it show up? Yeah. It will if I and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What's in, the, what's in this book is a guided meditations. So mm-hmm. guided meditations, I call it the do nothing program. Do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. Mm-hmm. And the less you do, the better results you get. So in the do nothing uh, spirit, in the spirit of do nothingness, uh, what I suggest is to record the meditations onto a device and then start the playback of that device, sit really comfortably in a chair, get really comfortable and and start listening to the playback, Uh, close your eyes and go into the deep meditative state because the guided meditation will guide you right into deep meditation step by step by step. And your own voice guiding you into meditation is really great. So I suggest that uh, you do that. And you'll have really good results of meditation if you if you uh, just try this out, this guided meditation. I've done guided meditations, but not with my own voice. It's always been somebody else, you know? So this was like a new thing. Now, can I just ask, is there a reason that you think it would be better if we used our own voice? Does it resonate more? I, yes, I think that it does resonate more. And okay. I think it just helps us to relax and go into that deep meditative state. Okay. All right. I was just curious. Um, you talk, and I don't mean to get too far ahead here, but... Um, I'm going to go back to, I love, you have money mantras and they're really awesome. Do you want me to read one of those? Yeah, read a money mantra. (laughs) These are so cool. She has some good ones. I'll tell you what. Um, all right, here we go. You guys bear with me here. I love what? Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I love money mantra. I am a powerful money manifester. I love money and money loves me. It comes to me often and stays with me always. I am a powerful money manifester. I love money and money loves me. It sticks to me now and ever increases. I am, and I like how you use the I am. I am a powerful money manifester. I have money and money loves me. Money is my friend and is always with me. I am a powerful money manifester. I love money and money loves me. It increases more and more and I welcome it with open arms. I am a powerful money manifester. I love money and money loves me. Thank you, God. And so it is. I love it. Well, a lot of people are afraid. And, you know, the one thing that I really, that really hit home, and I'm just going to say is that you talk about the love of the self. You say, and this is important you guys, because this is something I've had to work on personally, and I don't mind saying, you see, the most vital prerequisite to abundance is to love and care for yourself. That's right. If you hate money, you probably do not love yourself. You will push money away and struggle financially. Opening your heart to self-love can unlock the storehouse of infinite riches. That treasure trove consists of infinite creative t- creativity, intelligence, and power, and its source is unlimited love. And so, I talk about this when we don't love ourselves, 
then we can't bring the money in because there's a blockage there. Talk about this. Well, yes. I mean, the reality is that love is the only power. Love is the glue that keeps the universe together. And love is what draws good into your life. So love, uh, divine love, really, is the kind of love that is everlasting, never fails. And that divine love will bring abundance to you on all levels, not just money, but an abundant life. Abundant life means abundant happiness, abundant relationships, abundant uh, career, abundant family life, uh, abundance on all levels, abundant world. So what we want to draw into ourselves is the abundance that is everywhere present within us and all around us. And love is the key. Love is really the key that unlocks the door to abundance and prosperity. Yeah. And we've never really been taught. I'll just be honest and say people don't say love yourself. It's starting to come about now, but it used, you know, when I, I can remember when I first told somebody a couple of years ago, well, I'm working on loving myself. And they just looked at me like, really, are you that self-absorbed? <laughs> you know, and it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with loving who you are as a spirit, as a soul, right? Yes, because um, we may have all kinds of imperfections, but the reality is we are divine beings. The, the, the ultimate reality dawns on us in deep meditation where we have the experience of unbounded awareness and where we know that we are safe and secure, relaxed, at peace. And uh, unbounded awareness is the ultimate abundance. And we know we're loved by God. The divine loves us. Exactly. I will say that, you know, the more you do this work and the more you have faith and you can probably attest to, you start to realize that God really does love us. And he has, and you, you, I've established a relationship just like you have with the divine. And when you do that, and that's what I try to teach everybody to do, then you start to work with the divine and you ask for the guidance and you start to get there and you become more joyful. Look how happy you are. Yes. The fact is the experience, the direct experience is key. Yeah. That's why everything I teach is based upon direct experience. If you have the direct experience, then there's no question about it. Uh, Vivekananda once said, if there's a God, we must see him. If there's a soul, we must perceive it. Otherwise, it's better not to believe. It's better to be an atheist than a hypocrite. So just this idea of uh, believing, having faith with no experience, it's really hypocritical. Better to be an atheist unless you can have the direct experience, the direct divine experience. And that is what I've always sought and always uh, taught throughout my life. I love that. You know, I'm going to take that other side of this. Now, what about all the people who have money that are just some nasty people out there? You know, they've got money and they, you know, now in my mind, I think they're not going to keep it and they're not happy people. But talk about that. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that will say, well, wait a minute, you're connected to God and that's how you get money. But then there's also people who are not connected and they're rotten people. And why do they prosper? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, why not, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. So first of all, yeah, there's a lot of rotten people who are wealthy and there's a lot of rotten people who are poor and there's a lot of rotten people everywhere. So <laughs> it has nothing to do with whether you're poor or whether you're wealthy, the fact of you being rotten or not rotten. So the... <laughs> Reality is those who those who are wealthy is because they put their intention upon gaining wealth. Whatever we put our attention on grows stronger in our life. The reality is that we draw into our life whatever it is that we think about. All that we are is the result of what we have thought. Remember, that's what Buddha said. Right. So the the fact is that we will draw more money if we are focused on drawing in money. <laughs> if we are only focused on something else, then you know then we won't draw money into our lives. <laughs> We're creating our destiny, our right, right. Now, here's what I've seen, and I just the, I've observed this over time: is that people who have focused on money are so unhappy. Because they focused on the material and they have no connection with the divine. And when you don't have a connection with God, see, that's where the joy comes from. And that's why I brought this up because I've seen you can manifest money, but it doesn't bring you joy. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's why uh, in prosperity meditations, that's why the subtitle is everyday practice to practices to create an abundant life, right. not just create money. Because just creating money does not create happiness. Money, right. Happiness does not come from money. Right. As you said, happiness comes from our connection to spirit with a capital S. Happiness right. comes from the experience of the divine, the experience, the direct experience, as I was talking about, that direct experience where you are connected, where you experience divine love, where you feel loved and you... And the only lasting, everlasting love is divine love. And that's the love that brings happiness to your life. Thanks, Joy. That's so awesome. Talk a little bit about um, the violet flame. You do a violet flame cleansing in your chapter 13. She does um, prosperity, uh, spiritual health. You talk about health. And you talk about calling forth the violet flame of St. Germain. Would you mind touching on that a minute? Uh, yes, uh, there are uh, these ascended masters, divine beings who are working for our, the good of humanity. And one of them, his name is St. Germain, and he is an immortal being. And you can call upon him and call upon what's called the violet flame for purification and for cleansing and for health and well-being. So just invoking the violet flame can be a very powerful affirmation. Uh, there's some violet flame affirmations in my book, Prosperity Meditations, that can help. Um, yeah, so this book is not just about creating abundance on one level. It's all different types of abundance. So in the appendix, at the end of the book, there's an appendix. And you'll see that in the appendix that we're not talking about just Money. money yeah so there's prosperous awareness there's prosperous empowerment there's mm -hmm. prosperous happiness there's prosperous pathway and purpose there's yeah. prosperous manifestation prosperous career 
and also home and automobile and also lifestyle and bank account and physical health and mental health and spiritual health, self-love, life partner, prosperous relationships, prosperous world and prosperous peace on earth. So those are the various chapters in the book. So you can see that it's not just about money. It's <laughs> No, it's about the whole shebang, you know, and I, yeah, and I, (laughs) I love it. And you can do, you know, I send love and light to the world every day. A lot of us do that stuff, but I do, I send love and light to myself, to God and to the world. And I like that you um, put um, that uh, prosper, prosperous world in there. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Uh, Yeah. I mean, prosperous world uh, is a way for us to bless all of humanity. And uh, some of the things in prosperous world are planetary prosperity affirmation, heaven on earth chant, abundant life meditation, bountiful world trade. And then in prosperous peace on earth, we have world vibrational lifting, world peace meditation, the beam and mantra for abundant world harmony. So you can see that it's not, you know, that it's, there's, there's so many aspects to abundance. Right. Let me rewind a little bit. I see all these books behind you that you've written, and I'm going to say something. Maybe I shouldn't, but I have a feeling that this is the best of, I mean, this, this means the most. I mean, it's got the, this is the key. It's a great yes. book. I love this book. I, have I didn't know. Really love this book. Well, um, that. There's some other books that I think are really fantastic too. I, I mean, you've got all these books, but I just want to say, you guys, it really comes down to our thoughts and our words and our feelings. Yes, exactly. It just does. And, you know, if people would just hear what we're saying, the world would change. Yeah, I mean, if, if people would just take a little bit of time before, before you speak, for example, right. just take a moment. To think about what you're about to say before the words fly out of your mouth. Because remember, I said earlier that Jesus said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouth. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouth. mouth. So so we are creating moment by moment. There's consequences to every thought, every word, and every deed. There's consequences to every action. That's the law of karma. And so we are creating moment by moment, day by day, our future, our destiny, not only for ourselves, but for all of humanity, because we are uh, collectively, all the people in the world are creating the destiny of this planet. Uh, My guru, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, he used to always say, in order for the forest to be green, all the trees must be green. In order for the world to be at peace, all the individuals in the world must be at peace. If we want to create peace on earth, if we want to create an abundant world, then we have to have abundant people. We have to have people who are living abundance, who are living an abundant, happy life, a life of joy, a life of happiness. Happiness and joy are free. You don't have to have money to have joy and happiness. But if you have joy and happiness, then you're going to create a happy, abundant, you're going to create peace on earth, actually. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's, that's absolutely the truth. So 
out of what's been the reaction? Talk to me. How long's the book been out? Uh, some good stories you want to tell us about it? Or the book has been out since January of 2022. Okay. And uh, every person that I've spoken to about this book has the same reaction that you have. They That's think the it's such a fantastic book, and everyone needs this book. And uh, Joe Vit Vitali, who wrote the uh, wrote the forward to the book. He says, uh, at the end of his, he says, let he, he says, I applaud Susan for her latest book and encourage you to make friends with it. Let it become your daily devotional reading, read it, use it, explore it and expect miracles. So that's Joe Vitale. He was in the secret, you know, you probably are aware of him. Yeah, anyway, I agree with him. I agree with him. You know, when I got it and I saw it and I read it. And then, of course, instead of doing my own affirmations that I have written down on three by five cards, I did yours. And that's what I will do. These are new affirmations because affirmations change. I want to say that, you know, I change my affirmations all the time because your life changes and then you have different things, you know, but this was like such a breath of fresh air. And, and the big thing about your book that I love is that you talk about God. For some reason, the world is afraid to say God. And oh, it's, so weird. it's the weirdest thing. And I'm just so, I'm like, thank goodness she says God in here. She doesn't try to pretend that it's something else. It's God, you know, and, and, and I'm so happy that you said that. And I hope we get back to that point. And when you do your, when you have your affirmations, you include God in all of this and the I am. I mean, that's so important. It's important for people to realize that God is not one religion. Right. That God is a universal word that can apply to every religion. Right. And so, you know, if you're going to use the affirmations in my book, Prosperity Meditations, when you say the word God, just think of the God that you believe in whatever that is, you know, if that's Allah, or if that's Jesus, or if that's Hashem, or if that's Lord Krishna, or Lord Buddha, whoever it is that you think of when you think of the word God, just think of that being, that supreme being, by whatever name you want to call it, but yeah, it's our creator who loves us. Yeah, creator. yeah, and that's the biggest thing, you know, um, when you do connect and you do your meditation, and I want to go back to that a little bit, and you connect with God, you do feel the love and it fills you up. And that's what brings you the joy. And I just want to say that. And I don't care what you call it. It's that energy. It's that love energy that you bring in and that you connect with every day that changes your life. It's an experience of fullness, of complete contentment, mm -hmm. of uh, absolute peace of mind. And that's what comes when you connect with spirit with a capital S, when you connect with God, you experience this well-being and that well-being then manifests in every aspect of your life, in your health, in your relationships, and every aspect of your life gets better in your Jesus. prosperity, your ability to draw wealth into your life. Everything improves when you have that connection, direct, go direct. Cut out the middleman. Go directly. Yeah, isn't it funny how they used to tell us we couldn't talk to God directly? <laughs> it's like, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, if you say you're going to talk, uh, that God talks to me, they throw you in the 
Yeah, in the funny fire institution, and they, mm-hmm. you know, put a straitjacket around you because obviously you must be insane if you think God's talking to you. Like well, who are you, guess right? What? Guess what? <laughs> guess what? You can. God can speak to you. Uh, one of the books here that you may see behind me is "Awaken Your Divine Intuition," and in that book, and also the book next to a Divine Revelation, which is. Uh, next to my shoulder there. Anyway, (laughs) if you read those books, you'll learn how to listen to the still small voice of God within. You'll learn how to not only listen to that inner voice, but also receive divine guidance, healing, wisdom, and inspiration, and also how to distinguish and discern between that true divine voice, that true voice of spirit, and other voices in your mind, how to test whether the message is the real thing. Right, exactly. And it's really just being quiet. You know, everybody says, oh, meditation is hard, but it's just quieting your mind. It's taking those few minutes and turning off the phone and turning off the TV and turning off the computer and just sitting by yourself and being quiet and then listen is what I've learned, you know, and then whatever comes in is the mess. And I always say, God, what do I need to know today? (laughs) Absolutely. That's a good one. That's a good question to ask. That's very Mm -hmm. good. And start a dialogue, start a dialogue. When you're in the deep meditative state, just don't, okay, most people, when they meditate, they go into a deep meditation, they experience some relaxation and peace, and then they come out and it's a very passive experience. What I recommend, and and you're obviously already doing this, Nancy, is to start a dialogue with spirit, is to call upon a divine being by name, and start to ask questions, ask, and it is given unto you. So ask a question, ask for guidance, ask for the solution to a problem. Perhaps you're having a problem at work. You can say, spirit, please, please help me with this problem I'm having at work with my boss. How can I solve that? Ask for guidance, ask very mundane questions, and you you will receive the answers and you will find that you're living a very miraculous life if you follow the guidance, if you listen to the inner voice and follow it. Yeah. One other thing I want to say is um, I journal in the morning to God and I've taught the audience and I tell them that so they know, but I, because when you wake up in the morning, you have all this stuff in your head that you've slept and you've thought about. And for me personally, and I, I've told a ton of people to do this and hopefully everybody's doing it, but I get up in the morning and I say, dear God, uh, can you assist me with this? And can you guide me with that? And I just get, and, and thank you for this, you know, and I just get all of that out, you know, whether it's, you know, and it gets it out of your head and I do it before I meditate. And I, that's my way of connecting and talking to God and asking, do you know what I mean? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. It's just Very journaling. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's journaling. Powerful. How do people find you? How do people get in touch with you? Tell us about, do you have events coming up? What's going on? Yeah, my website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And I also have another website, divinetravels.com. We touched upon that earlier, my travels mm-hmm. and tours to sacred destinations and to uh, and cruise seminars, conferences at sea, holistic spiritual my conferences God. at sea. So that's fun. And uh, it's divine travels, plural on the travels. So that's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S, plural on travels.com. Now, where are you going? Anywhere cool soon? Or what do you got coming up? There's a Peru tour uh, 
in June. Okay. And then next year, there is a, a cruise called Hidden Secrets Revealed, which is in April. There is a cruise to Tahiti in June. There is a uh, sail with spirit to Alaska in September. And then there's a Greek island and, uh, and Turkey a cruise. And that is in October. And those are 2023, those cruises. People can go on your website and they can book the cruise through you. Absolutely. DivineTravels.com. And you get to go all these places and you get to talk about God. I do, I do. How wonderful. Man, you've got it set up. I do, I do. <laughs> you love it. It's fantastic. Well, this book, I have to say, is one of, is the best I've ever read. On, medic, wow. on, on it really is. I, I interview a lot of people and I've really been into affirmations for many years. And this is, it's wonderful. And I just, everybody, get, you guys need to pick this up. I'm sure they can get it at Amazon or Barnes and Noble or your local anywhere bookstore. You can, anywhere that books are sold, you can buy my books. Okay. And I recommend that you buy them from a local bookseller. I do too. I it's really important for us to support local businesses at this time. And uh, yeah, if you go to IndieBound.com, you can actually buy from local booksellers. IndieBound.com. I like that. Do you have a story or anything you want to share before we get out of here about somebody doing your affirmations and, and how it's changed their life? Well, it certainly has changed my life. I know. <laughs> it's like, wow, I'm going to go on a cruise with you. Uh, yeah, the thing is that uh, I, I spent, like, well, two decades uh, practicing transcendental meditation, and that was fantastic. It was a wonderful experience. I always had great experiences in meditation, have the experience of unbounded awareness, and just wonderful, wonderful experiences of contentment and inner peace and all the good stuff. But um, something was missing. <laughs> yeah. And what was missing, I think, was divine love, frankly. Yes. And uh, I found that once I learned uh, about affirmation and, and what we call affirmative prayer or scientific prayer, that I really, my life changed dramatically. I became really so much happier because I was now starting to really take command of my destiny. And no longer just this kind of passive observer or whatever, just, you know, do. sometimes thinking maybe I'm a victim, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the reality is that if we begin to use uh, affirmations, uh, actually in the book, Prosperity Meditations, there are, there's meditations, guided meditations, prayers, affirmations, and mantras. Even Sanskrit mantras are in there. So, so many ways for us to really focus and change our beliefs, change our intentions. When you change your intentions, you change your beliefs, your life changes and it becomes miraculous. I mean, I could just, I just have to, I mean, I could go on with many, many crazy things that have happened to me that have been so miraculous as a result of practicing these methods. Oh, and I'm going to, you know, and I can attest to it. I was a single mom in real estate and that's how I, I became rookie of the year and, you know, was able to send my kids to college and the whole bit. And it was through affirmations and this was years ago and it was out of need, you know, and I would drive to work and I'd say, I sell houses like crazy. 
And and I want to say something. I want you to address it really quick, if you don't mind, before we get out of here today. You know, when I first started to say my affirmations, you know, you don't kind of believe it. You're just saying it. But maybe say it until you believe it. Can you address that a little bit? Because, it's you know, it takes a bit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. So first of all, every affirmation you say has an instant result. Instant. Because what it does is it changes the vibration. Uh, every affirmation that you say, I suggest that you say it with conviction, that you say it uh, with confidence, and that you, uh, that you say it audibly, not just read it. You can't say just it. read it. Got to say it. Yeah. And say it uh, as though you really mean it. And say it as though your higher self is speaking through you, not your ego self. So I'll give you an example. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God. And so it is. Is that in there? I like that one. Yes, yes. So if you <laughs> speak I love it. authority, yes. if you speak that affirmation that I just spoke, if you speak that on a daily basis, your life is going to change dramatically, very, very quickly. So every time you say an affirmation, there is a shift in awareness that immediately takes place. That's why one of my books is called Instant Healing because it's filled with affirmations and these affirmations have instant results. All the affirmations and all these methods that are in the book, prosperity meditation meditations have instant results. So it works. It works because it changes your intention, changes your vibration. It lifts your vibration. It takes you to a different level. And on that different level, you will be able to prosper. Manifest. You on every, in every way in your life. Yeah, yeah. God, Susan. Thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for inviting me, Nancy. I thank mean, this is... Loving my book. I'm I so love your book. I'm, hey, this is something I'm going to use every single day because... And, and it's cool because you can just open it up and flip to one, you know, That's or right. you can go to a section... Yeah. Or if you're having trouble at work, like you said, you do for work, you do for relationships. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's categorized in that respect. I'm just so happy. In the appendix, you can look up the various, whatever you're working on. Right. You can use it as a divination tool. Divination tool means just open it called claromancy, actually open it and that's what they're supposed to read that day. Yeah. Now, what's your next book? Not that you don't have enough here, but my next book, if you're watching on TV, it's right above my head, my next book, which is The Inner Light, How India Influenced the Beatles. That's the next book that'll be coming out. Man, that'll be cool. When is it coming out, Susan? It's coming out in September of uh, 2022. Okay. Are you come back and see me? Absolutely. I'm oh, fantastic. Are you interested in the Beatles? Right. Oh, a little bit. Sure. Why not? <laughs> we can talk about the spirituality of the Beatles. That's what the book's about. I'm how, there from how way back. India influenced the Beatles. How India influenced the Beatles. Yeah. I grew up in Detroit, you know, suburbanite oh, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Going to the rock and roll concerts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so, so cool. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. So that's how I that's how I grew up. But you guys, I want to mention um, you know, 
if you want to, if you want to pick up this book, like Susan, like Susan said, go to a local bookstore and pick it up. It is Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. We got to get out of here for today. If you guys want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyrout.com. I'd be happy to spend some time with you. Just you can book your date and time. Susan, it's been a pleasure. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Nancy Irrell. This is High Road to Humanity. And everyone take care and God bless. Please join me next week on the high road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. Have a blessed week and know by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message from the angels. God bless.